0: And we're back again with episode 19 of the Three Stop! Browns. It's
1: not start. yeah that's right. sorry, sorry, you're gone.
0: Oh, shit, it's, 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 sorry, 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 No, I just thought something was about to happen. There's a fire in the building. But we've got Greg, we've got Geith, <laughs> and I'm Tramira, And we're very happy to be back here again. Uh, another episode. And the weeks are just rolling. The oh, week's just uh, rolling. Of the
1: 3 Browns. It's the 3 Browns. We're Episode still on the lookout for ten.
0: intro music. That's something that we're really going to have yeah, to get on top of. Yeah. Still
2: no off. one's hit me <laughs> up, even if it's terrible. I reckon what what if are we, we have an ai a real I'm going, one? One. I'm going to
0: Fiverr. I'm going to Upwork one it. of these two. Yeah. yeah. Or an AI.
1: AI Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, actually ChatGPT we Is that
2: copyright
0: now? I
1: have to quickly just say something like so just before the last um the last recording session on the weekend, I was holding a trivia event. Yeah, and like, Chimera went along to it, and literally four or five of the questions Sorry, yeah. were based off <laughs> things that I'd randomly talked about on the podcast, but not realizing. Not yeah, and I was thinking about because the reason I was the I think the reason I was thinking about the things on the podcast was because I'd wrote written questions about them, and mm. then I, I, re- I read out the questions at the trivia, and then I was like, oh no, Chimera will know all the answers to these, and then he was like, I wish I listened to you. <laughs>
0: Uh, the weirdest thing is on the way to the trivia, I thought about those lyrics the, oh, coming through like Selena, the Bieber, the Flex, whatever, and how Gabe kept saying it, and he's like, no, 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 it's to Flex, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. it's Sel- Selena to Bieber in the order. Yeah. And on the way there, for some reason, I was like, I feel like I should know this by now. I thought it randomly. And then he asks the bloody question in the, the trivia. What's the first line, the first the- line of the AI <laughs> Drake song? And he's looking at me, just cracking up, and I'm just like, Fuck, and I wrote it out like three times, yeah. and I got like two of the words wrong. Oh no! mate! But
2: that's pretty good. Oh, I, mean, I know no
0: one else would have gotten close. So at least no. I would have been closest. But yeah. I love couldn't when get things like that happen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just thinking about it, then bam, it pops up. And you're like,
0: brilliant. Oh, well, I mean, you got it. Well, yeah. you know, and we know Drake's not just the AI version of Drake, but the real Drake's um, not just a fantastic entertainer, no. not just a celebrity, but he's also a, a sportsman and yeah. a bit of an ambassador when yeah. It comes to sports, particularly sports. for the Raptors, yeah. yeah. I don't see yeah, he them, really uh, likes betting on them as well. I've seen, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: but dude, the guy's not like 1.5 no, or 750. I've heard, I've heard that's a brand deal, uh, okay. I've heard that's so like not it's, his actual money.
1: I, I, I've heard like he gets stake. I think it yeah, is, yeah. He gets like a portion of I mean, I don't know if I can defame them or some, shit, so I don't know. Allegedly, uh, so yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, apparently, like, yeah, he gets he gets a portion, he gets money, and then they bet you bet with stakes money or whatever it is, and then after that. If he wins, he gets to keep it. And if he loses, he has, you know. Is his, that right? Yeah, or something like that. I don't yeah. know. I, it could be completely bullshit. It might be fake news that I've just saw
0: on TikTok.
2: <laughs> but I, I, I would I definitely made... knew he had something with it because, yeah, there's too yeah. many posts of At, stake. St- com, And I was like, yeah, Wait, that can't is, just be because you love it.
0: You're talking about stake as in S-T-A-K-E.com? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's the trading, trading platform, literally. Oh, is it trading? It's a trading, yeah. it's a trading platform. Yeah.
2: He puts all these bets on. Stake is the betting platform. Against, like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah
1: gamble responsibly. But yeah, um oh, yeah, I don't interesting, know. interesting. But yeah. you,
2: now that you say that, yep.
0: it is like a
2: bitcoin next to it. Oh, maybe. Like There's a little brown maybe coin have, next to Maybe they've expanded the their sign. business into betting.
0: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about actually. So stake.com is a is an investment platform, right? Yeah. But I think he invested in this and it's like, yeah, it it is gambling. It's a different platform. It's okay. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. Right. Yep. But I don't see him on the you know, on the sidelines On the bleachers and games anymore. I remember seeing him. Well, there was, there was, there was, was,
1: yeah. Well, there was a big thing. I remember. Um, I I love that period of basketball where Drake was really involved in it because Toronto is such a small market team, even though it represents basically a whole country, which is
2: another option, right?
1: It's a small market team, and. Everyone was saying, oh, no one's going to watch the finals because Toronto's doing well. Like, the games that Toronto's in will have less viewership. But yeah. Drake was just
2: pumping the publicity so yeah. much. Just,
1: just starting fights with people. Yeah, like, yeah. He even had the be-
2: own coach saying, hey, man, get off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like, get off
1: And it was just one of the, I remember, it was just like one of those things where people Actually, were like, that really made, into it.
2: I did not. See, I love his, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because he, I did think around that time, like, man, you He's, are really yeah, pumped. It. And I know yeah. they were in the finals, so i yeah. proud. To, and I think he has a little bit of ownership in them, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I, I'm he sure he would. some money in them. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure he yeah. did. Yeah. But I didn't realize, and that makes sense, because I was like, dude, we get it. Yeah, You're yeah. at the Toronto game. Like, yeah, yeah. He was everywhere. Yeah, because yes. one of it was the, everywhere. One of the
1: really significant finals, I'm pretty sure, was Toronto versus Milwaukee, which is like, in the scheme of things, like, they have big players, but the markets are really small. Yeah. So so they yeah. were really worried that there would be like 18 people watching that final and the Western Conference final between like the Warriors and Lakers or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 18 million yeah, or something, yeah. right? So they were like... What year it, was that final again? Oh, bro, I can't remember. I remember it was definitely within the last six years. Was Giannis what? in that? Giannis? Oh, no, uh, he's... No, he no, the, the, no, no, ra- no.
2: The, the big one was for the... When um, Kawhi Leonard scored that. Yeah right at the death over Joel Embiid oh, remember it hit them Phil Philly. Duf, yeah. duf,
0: what duf,
1: yeah. a oh dude uh, he's a fun guy well the well the well the final
0: was he said some shit
1: well the the Toronto final was um was Toronto versus the Warriors right wasn't it and oh, then, not, and, and Kevin Durant got injured and then there was a whole bunch that's of that's right and, then, and yeah. yeah, there was a whole storyline but Draymond
2: uh, pushed him and called him a bitch Oh, we oh yeah. it called KD a bitch, and then was, was, and then they got it was all right, and then that was and then there yeah. was a big
1: problem. Yeah, I think I think another thing is with sports like the NBA finals are going on at the moment, so there's obviously a, a lot of um, great comebacks. The yeah. playoffs offer that rare opportunity where there's a seven game series where yeah. you can think a team is dominating and they lose or yeah. someone gets injured mid series or they start yeah. doing a they put a they make a little switch up and it changes yeah. the way the game's played or whatever it is, right? So mm. one of the ones that I, I think about all the time is that that series where LeBron and Kyrie came back from three one against the Warriors yeah. and that was the first championship that Cleveland had won in fifty years or yeah, something like yeah. that in the NBA. And it was like the kid who Grew up in Cleveland, played for them his rookie season to about seven years. Then yeah. left, people started burning his jerseys. People were so upset. Yeah. He comes back and delivers the mm-hmm. city a championship, right? And one of those things where like sport is just so yeah, emotive and, yeah. it, and it shows you, but the, the comeback was crazy. Like yeah. 3-1, I think it's like the studies like 95% of That's playoff it. series. Yeah. They, yeah. Don't go, come, they don't come yeah. back from 3-1.
2: Um, to do it in finals, do like a final do a yeah, final
1: yeah and in the last two I remember because the game was at Oracle yeah. Oh, yeah, and and I was watching it and mm. it was like two minutes 30 left and it was like basically tired yeah. and then there was these shots and these plays that just seemed like they were happening like oh, in slow like motion movie. yeah, yeah and was you this like, the
0: game where he he, blo- he ran from one end of the yeah. field to the other and There's, blocked there was, it there, yeah, was two, there was two there was the, 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 the play I remember no, yeah. I'm sure,
1: so there was one where the, the ball goes to Kari and he sinks this crucial three-pointer yeah. and on the back of that they yeah, try to it push it quickly and he does a running and chasing block Yeah, and he like bangs it off the yeah. paper and it goes
0: back. I, I remember watching yeah. that at a pub in Parramatta near the old office yeah. and that place was literally packed to the rafters yeah. Yeah. and when that block happened yeah. mate it exploded. It ex- everyone was on yeah. their fucking feet. It yeah. was insane. I'll never yeah. forget that Because that could have been
2: game, mate. Like, oh. If you had to put that in it would have been real difficult for yeah. them the to I, love, I, I think sports are the best. Like When you talk about emotive and comebacks, make it even better. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's not many games where you go, oh, how good was that game where we pumped them? Yeah, yeah, 50 yeah. 50 nil. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, That was good. Yeah. What about that game where we were 25 nil down at yeah. halftime yeah, and we came yeah. back and yeah. won 27. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. they're the ones that are like, that was the, that's where everyone was going. Because that's the emotional rollercoaster. That's it. Where the first half you are sitting there going, yeah. Why did we buy tickets? Yeah. worst day to come watch my team, yeah, yeah. and then by the end of it, you're grabbing some guy in row f, and you're yeah, like, Yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> you you don't know what the, just happened. Yeah. But so and like you said, I think everyone loves that atmosphere in a pub, yeah. But like, I can feel myself there when you're talking about it, Yeah, like, you can you've always been in that moment where the pub just goes it's, off when oh. something happens,
0: yeah. Just, just everyone's just fixated, just so focused yeah. on, on every single moment. I remember being a kid and playing like backyard cricket or whatever it may be, even yeah, like yeah. FIFA or yeah. cricket on the PlayStation, and you'd program it so you were losing so much that you had to yeah, come, do an unbelievable yeah. miracle, yeah. Come, yeah. come from nowhere, victory, because yeah. it was just that much more satisfying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it would work. It'd work. I like won every 10 times, but on that 10th time, you're like, this is the best shit in the world. <laughs> Why aren't cricket? I playing yeah. for Australia? You know? <laughs> no, yeah, uh, well, I,
2: I think my favorite game, if we're talking about games, yeah, because I want to hear yours, actually. it be interesting. Mine's Man United, obviously. Yeah. 1999, Champions League final. Okay. Ooh. One nil down. Yep. Obviously, there's 90-minute game. Who were they playing there? Bayern Munich. Okay, okay yeah. At the new Camp, at Barcelona stadium. Okay. One nil down for most of the game. We'd won the Premier League. We won the FA Cup. And this was for the treble, which yeah. had never been done. Right, mm-hmm. And we're down 1-0, it's like 90th minute. Mm-hmm. And you just like, and I always remember that we got a corner and there's yeah. like four minutes of added time. So you've got four minutes basically. And I always remember really the to say, they must score, they always score. Oh. <laughs> I literally <laughs> took the corner and then we scored. Yeah, And we have family that was there. And I remember dad as a young kid just like, like yeah. losing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is only just a draw. So yeah. like, we're just happy that we got extra time. Yeah. Yeah. And someone was in the stadium and said, Well, and then they scored a second with like 30 oh, seconds to go. So they yeah. ended up winning 2 1. Wow. But the guy at the stadium said, The feeling was people were like catching their breath from the, the first, first goal. goal. Yeah, yeah. Because they couldn't believe it. Like yeah. we, we thought that was it. And yeah, we yeah. got one right at the desk and now we have extra time. And he said, People. And he, goes, he was You're just looking around and I. Like, <laughs> Yeah. like knackered and then yeah. they scored get there I was like yeah. but you get that second win don't yeah, you yeah. It's sport or being a fan yeah. if you're tired and something good happens you find that energy from somewhere Yeah, yeah, yeah and he just said it goes up so that would be my favourite and, wow. and I get goosebumps thinking about it I'm sure you get like yeah. thinking about that game because that LeBron yeah. game was, was amazing
0: so I mean mine's definitely got to be cricket because it's the sport I care the most about yeah. um and I, I don't want to be corny and just say the 96 Cricket World Cup, but that definitely was the biggest yeah. one for me. A lot of Sri Lankans will relate to this. A lot oh, of man, probably, yeah. I know this would probably be a similar answer to Geek too. Um, but for me, the, the there was a lot tied into that World yeah. Cup because we were, again, one of you know barely at that time, probably six years old. I think there were some uni students who were Sri Lankan who were just starting to come into the uni. Um, and there was this absolute smallest community. And they actually... Uh, as soon as they realised that they'd made it to the World Cup final, this was in Lahore from memory in yeah. Pakistan. Yeah, it was. Yeah. and this was with the backdrop. And you know, I love a David vers story, but the Sri Lankan cricket team back then, they didn't have trainers, proper trainers. They didn't have proper nutrition. They didn't even stay at hotels during the World Cup. They would stay with the family friends of some of the players. Oh, you've got a mate, you've got a, you know, an no, in law right. or a cousin that lives there. We'll crash at their place. They'll feed us curry, rice and curry, and then we'll that do a little. Sounds better. Oh, I'll take that over the baked beans, all right? And then they'd go out and play, and I'm like, that is just again. If you look at the players from back then, there was. It's not like today. It's not yeah. like the Coleys and the you know. Yeah. The the Cummings, the regimented. Got the their thinners. own hotel. Yeah, so exactly. Do like, not touch out, yeah. anything but like top grade protein. You're not doing this the night before. They were just a bunch of blokes that were good at cricket. And they had never won anything of significance, and they were they were being flown around the world. Some of these guys were from, you know, villages in Sri Lanka, and they were being wow. flown around the world to compete. And who do they compete against? It was the nemesis that, that dominated the sport. It was Australia at the time. Me as a six six year old, I fucking loved Australian cricket. Yeah, and I loved the players, and I was like, I'm an Aussie. <laughs> this is my team. We're so good. Because your dad or just you? It was personally just, just natural. Cricket was just in the blood. Yeah. Like, I literally feel like I was that's, like I just born thought, playing yeah, cricket. Your, your oh, dad yeah. dad would
2: be more of a, hey, we go for... So,
0: d- dad had... There was a player, Sanath Surya, who Keith would know very well, oh, who's yeah, the yeah, master yeah. blaster, yeah, the Popeye for yeah, yeah. spinach arms, the fisherman from down south family. South enough, yeah. So, he lived near dad, and dad was always... He kind of was built similar to dad, and there was similarities there, but I always felt an affinity there, because he always said he's mm-hmm. one of our boys. And I, you know, and it's so good to see him on the world stage, just killing it, and, and just giving the metal—he'd use that word—just yeah. you know, giving the metal to the, you know, these these amazing players that you'd never think he could do it to. And when they hit the final, uh, it was just this underdog. It was the definition of an underdog story. No one gave him a chance. Was it comebacks like the whole way to the final? Yeah. There was, or did
2: they just like there was fucking cruise? Nah, they're,
1: no, they're no, they did not cruise at all. Yeah. There, there was a, there was there was the the. the, the Again, it's so hard to talk about this because it's like instilled in your psyche as someone growing up as an Australian Sri Lankan. Not because like you remember ball by ball the game, no, but the history and the ideology yeah. around it. Because I was three or something when it happened. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend like I was sitting yeah. there going, "Oh, that was a great ball. That was a yeah, swing yeah. or whatever." Right? Like yeah. I remember, but I, what I do remember was there was there was three fundamental tenets that kind of made it so significant. One was the fact that, yeah, the underdog story. The second one was the civil war in Sri Lanka that was just ripping the country apart. And it was one of the only things that was able to unite people was cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a very prominent um, a Tamil player named Mutai Muralitharan, who was one of our best players, was an up-and-coming spin bowler who ended up being the greatest
3: uh, yeah, we could take bowl, a, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Could yeah. Bowl. yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's bowled a yeah, few yeah, in his life, <laughs> and time. he was just—he was just one of these yeah. leaders in the in the community and the team. Um, but also had this real nemesis in Australia, in the sense that when he toured here, he would get no ball, and people used to yeah, call him right. out. Like yeah. The umpires to no ball him, and the crowd used to yell at him. And 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 Australian cricket team at the time also refused to play games in. Sri Lanka because of the security risks around the World yeah. War uh, about the civil war. So that also added this thing and um and the third part of it outside the the underdog and the civil war was this guy called Arjuna Ranatunga who was the like captain. the captain, the cool captain they used mm-hmm. to call him.
0: Cool as and, a cucumber.
1: Yeah, cool as a cucumber. And the <laughs> reason why he was so cool and this is the thing that really resonated with me was he was willing to stand up to the white people basically and, yeah, and mm. actually stand up for his players like there's yeah. there's vision of him like giving it to yeah, other yeah. guys and standing up and taking his team off the field when Morley yeah, really was
0: right. was no ball Daryl uh, Daryl Hare Darryl Darryl Harry. Harry, who ended up by right.
1: the way allegedly I'm going to say allegedly but ended up robbing a liquor store or something like later in life. Like, yeah, like wow. really fell off the, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck
0: that guy, <laughs> guy. yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, go, yeah, 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 yeah. But,
1: but yeah, those, that, that thing where it was like, also the unbelievable leadership of someone that you don't, never used to, it, yeah. ne- it wasn't associated with Sri Lankan sport, like yeah. having a leader that could really lead and really inspire people. And he was someone that actually, and if there's YouTube, if you go to YouTube, the ICC or I think World Sport or some some channel has like ranked the most inspi- inspirational um, sports stories, yeah. and the Sri Lanka winning the nineteen ninety six World Cup is like second Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. they have a like really beautiful way of showing what happened. But yeah. there's just um,
0: all these layers, right? Yeah, and yeah. then even with the actual match, so the the semi final I believe was Sri Lanka India. Correct. And Sanath Suri, the guy I described before, the master blaster, the opener. I that I remember he's bald in the end. Bald, yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I remember him, yeah, yeah. He and the other opener, Ramesh Kalawitharana, who was, again, a tiny bloke who just wielded his 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 bat mm. in a completely different way to how One Day International Cricket was played up until yeah, that point. Yeah, they, fully they revolutionized One Day Cricket because their strategy was in the first, like, 15 overs of the match where everybody's really conservative because the, the field is up. yeah. We're going to do the opposite. We're going to take it to you. We're going to run at you and try and hit it as hard as we possibly could. Wow. So that was, it was the go all out strategy. And sometimes it would it wouldn't work, but when it did work, it you've worked. just you've just put the opposition on the back foot. You yeah. put yourself in the best position. So that was working the whole tournament, right? Then the semi final hit, and Sanath and Kalu. I'm pretty sure got out within the first two overs, and it was like, holy crap, what are we going to do? Our strategy doesn't work now. But it was Aravinda de Silva, the other guy we haven't mentioned, who came through. He was either number three or four. I think Asanka Asankagurasinga was three. And he just stabilized the ship, played in amazing innings, and the same thing happened in the final. The same exact thing. The exact, thing. exact so same I, thing I happened in the I don't know about the
1: semi-final, but in the final that's that's the story that my mum always tells me is that they were they were watching these two guys just blitz the batting the whole series, the whole tournament, gets to the final they restrict Australia to like 210 or something, a, a, a relatively, like a medium. Achievable score. Achievable, yeah. but also like in that day, that was still like a, yeah, like a, 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 decent, a amount. decent amount. And the f- openers who have carried them the whole way get out. Yeah, And my dad was like, game over. Game over, I'm going to sleep. Like was basically like pissed off, like was like, went to, I well, didn't, I don't know if he went to sleep or not, but was kind of like, oh, it's all over, going mm. to going over. And my mum remembers just slowly but surely that and he worked, played yeah. just
0: good cricket shots and he kept his his mind wow and he just was aggressive yeah and he, you know he just and he just didn't he wasn't deterred and the the moments that stand out for me are you know Warren and McGrath were the aggressors they were the intimidators at the time they were the pinnacle of like success they were dominant but they were the ones that would yell at your face they'd sledge you they'd you know put on big displays and I remember it got towards the end when Ranatunga came in. yeah. And Ranatunga's copped a lot of insults for them, you know, um, over over the years. And Ian Healy behind the stumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was there knowing that the team was not far away from victory, an, an unbelievable victory. And I remember he smashed the ball t- to Shane Warne, who had just bowled it to him. And the ball went right back to Shane Warne. And he, if he took this catch, it could have t- turned the tide. And it went right through his fingers, the diamond went for four and it was the first time he looked dejected worn after and that's when I was like I've never seen Australia that much on the back foot yeah. I can't believe this is actually happening and then the final f- shot to win the World Cup was this beautiful cool calm collected perfectly timed little late cut with the left hander of oh. Ratatunga and, it, and the, everyone just watched it go towards the boundary and I was like man I've got goosebumps now remembering yeah. it and then everyone just runs on and I was like Honestly, and I remember we had the Sri Lankans over at our house. We had a Sri Lanka 1996 World Cup winner's cake that was made. Oh, no And way. I was the Aussie fan being a little shit, just staring them up. I was going to lose. And they just looked so happy. There was this like unbelievable, just like your dad, yeah. you know, um, your mum remembering uh, Aravinda, those little moments where you're like, this this is burnt in the, yeah. in the brains. It's special. Yeah. I went, there's something special about the Sri Lankan cricket yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. There's something special here. And literally, I cried all night because Australia lost. And the next day, I was like, Dad, tell me more about the Sri Lankan team. And yeah. since then, I've been a Sri Lankan fan. So, yes, I was a bandwagon. It's not serving me well now, but that's, that not was a bad story. Not a bandwagon. I yeah. think
2: it, when you grow up, it can sometimes just be a, a story. or something that just attracts you to a team and you go, because well, yeah. six, I feel like. Yeah. You can still you know, you let a leeway to go, okay, well, there's a really pit. You little shit. Yeah, you no, said you yeah. went for Australia. <laughs> but hey, but like he didn't force you into that, right? Not I at all. I guess it was, he was. you saw something happen. You saw your family and everyone, how motivated they how were. How much it scored, meant. Yeah. That's drawing me to that. Yeah. And and like you said, it's, for me, it's a unity. Yeah, That's man. what I love about sport. Yeah, yeah. Like countries, like, they have a go at America and always said Americans hate soccer, yeah. but it comes to the World Cup. Oh.
1: they're ready oh yeah, yeah. they're ready
2: because yeah. it, it, like, when it's like oh when it's not separated it's oh it's the countries competing Yeah, you feel people get a bit more yeah that's us Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know rather than oh screw the roosters or yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it actually like,
0: goes back to a little bit remember I mentioned the all blacks they, they created yeah. this thing about it's not just you it's your country yeah. it's the Maori tradition yeah. right there's all this history that you need to know that when yeah. you go out in the field and it was similar for Sri Lanka 100% um and I just think Mourinho is another example because yeah. he apparently, his style is to make the team get insular and and really in the psyche, yeah. drill in that everyone's against you. It's yeah. you against the world. Yeah. And it's funny how much that... that Dude, it's, yeah. it, and it's also within the form,
1: like as a fan at least, it's like the formative years of your life, you have these really highly, high octane experiences with sport. And it kind of like, shapes the way you view winning and losing as well. Like I remember like I'm a big Canterbury Bulldogs fan, right? in NRL. And I remember as a young kid in 2002, the Canterbury Bulldogs were like, they'd won like 15 games in a row. They were like unstoppable. And then they got hit with a salary cap scandal where they got their points deducted and they were out. Right. And I remember just thinking to myself, like I remember being, that was like the formative years of me watching NRL. And I was like, Man, this is actually so depressing to see this happen, yeah. right? And the and, the, and, the, and <laughs> even thinking about it is a is a pretty wild thing. And then I remember the the next year, and the year after that, I can't remember if it was two thousand three or four. I think it's four. 2004. In two thousand four, we were going well again, and I was like, "Okay, we're coming back. Yeah. This is good." Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember like we beat the Melbourne Storm in one of the prelims, and I was mm-hmm. like, "We smashed him, right?" Yeah. And I was like, "This is beautiful. We are on the march, right?" And my mum, for some bizarre reason, tells me in the morning, like I'm, I must, I can't remember how old I was, but I was in primary school. She goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "What happens?" Like they've been hit with another salary cap scandal, and I was like, "What?" What? And, and then she goes. Oh yeah, sorry. And I was like, and I was like, oh. And then I just went away. And then I was in like the bathroom for like ten minutes. And then my mom comes like and just can hear me like crying in the bathroom. And she's like, I was joking. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, this is why. where yeah, yeah, yeah. trust issues yeah, yeah, is develop, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like just pranking me, and I'm like, oh my god. And I was like, we're still alive. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. can do do it. And, we, and that year, man, we, I remember. And I remember my mom. Like, people ask me how I'm such a, like a little prankster. Like, my mom, I'm like yeah, pranking. Yeah. She's, she's like, looking
0: at your dad being like. Eh. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work.
1: It didn't, it didn't work. work. Didn't yeah, work. Yeah. And, and I just remember, and I remember, um, so even the final that year was against the Roosters. Like all all my family mates went for the Roosters and I was like the random Canberra fan because that's where we lived right when we moved to Australia. Oh, okay. I remember the final watching it and just going, like we were down at halftime, and my dad could see how dejected I was, and literally said, "Don't worry, there's always next." At halftime, already being like trying to there's trying always to next year yeah, like, yeah <laughs> try to Trying to just be like soften the blow, being like oh, yeah. no, it's really hard. These guys are really good, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, and then we won, and I remember me and my sister just for hours just dancing around, like having yeah. fun. And those those moments never leave you, even if your team is going shit now. So that's yeah. why you all. That's why at least for me, like you always go back to barracking for them because yeah. those moments gave you so much happiness at one mm. point in your life mm. right? so true yeah. Yeah.
2: but as well like you made a point there in terms of like the club and it can almost sort of mould you into the person I like Man United because when I grew up I remember the coach who was famous yeah. was always about respect mm. and even if they lost he'd always invite the other manager into uh, his yeah. room Ferguson? and have a wine yeah, yeah. Alex Ferguson yeah. Sir Alex yeah, yeah. Ferguson have a wine together and he'd also respect them, and they said, "Oh, you hated Liverpool." He goes, "I made them hate Liverpool because that's how much I respected them. Because yeah. I thought oh, yeah. they're the only people that can give us yeah. when we go to their ground that can give us a real is it a is problem." It, and I love that, and, I, and it sort of moulds you into be respect. And every player that comes back to Man United, the fans cheer, yeah, so they don't get booed, yeah. And mm. that's one of the only grounds in well, look, don't get me wrong, I'm sure they booed someone after maybe they've gone away and said mm. Man United's well, yeah, 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 got, yeah. but they always clap former players even if they played for a year or six months, and they come back and they ever play there, they'll clap them and cheer them on and welcome them back. Ronaldo being, a bit yeah, Ronaldo, and yeah. like, and I love that because yeah. and that molded me as a kid. I thought, yeah, there's no as soon as the game's over, and like, no matter how much we love sport, and I love sport, and yeah, sometimes yeah. I think it is more than life. Yeah. It <laughs> is a game, yeah. yeah. So there is that that bit where you can be passionate and upset. Don't need to be a prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to then become a low-grade person. It's yeah. like, stay the person you are, but I want you to be disappointed. Yeah, and when yeah, you yeah. come back, we're winning next week. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's weird how you write, like, a sports club can, <laughs> and maybe the people that support certain NRL clubs, you go, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or like football teams, you're like, oh, of course, yeah, you are a Just a, oh, you the are the are a the Collingwood Air supporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a Collingwood supporter, you're a Cubs. Mate, bitch. I've always,
1: I've never, this is one that I've always thought about with this NRL, AFL part of it, right? Like in the NRL, the teams that you hate are the spivvy, rich sides, like the Roosters and the Manly, right? Like they're in parts of the world where it's... They're super affluent, super rich, so therefore, natural like yeah. just a natural kind of thing. People don't like them, right? Yeah. In AFL, for some reason, they hate on like the the yeah. areas where there's low the SES. Low it's SES. like Collingwood. It's like oh, you hate Collingwood because I remember the thing that all my AFL mates would say is like you don't like Collingwood because their members don't have teeth and shit like that. Like yeah, and you like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like I just don't get why in AFL they hate. The players, yeah. the teams were from rougher areas. Like, well, that makes sense.
2: <laughs> because they win, do
1: they? Yeah.
0: I've heard they're just, they're, they really give it to you. Like, they're the fans that, oh, they, like they don't they, hold back. That's right, what I've right, been told about right, Collingwood right. supporters. Yeah. It's like, you will get a proper grilling or roasting. Like, they uh, will not hold back. Any word, anything. Well, you do yeah. sort
2: of see it on TV. That, that really good meme the other day, did you see Was it a Collingwood player or something? And the ball's gone out to the side and one of the fans had the ball and he... he gone to grab at the ball from the fan and he just sort of dropped it on the ground <laughs> <laughs> and he was right on the sideline had yeah. to kick a goal and yeah. he's kicked a fucking hard goal yeah. and he's just turned around and <laughs> you
0: yeah. just sort of go I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a Collingwood fan that girl that booed Goodsy you remember? Oh, yeah it was, wasn't it? it was she great. was like 13 yeah. oh. and then the Buddy Franklin stuff that's just been in the news about being booed I'm pretty sure that was a Collingwood Dude, sport I have to apologise I, I have
1: to ask this question just with the Man Manchester mm. thing as well like what other sport in the world? And I, I think about, it, I was just trying to remember it now, but like one town city has two of like the biggest. Yeah. R- branded sporting yeah, clubs in the yeah. world. Like, right? you know, with man United and Manche- man. Yeah. Surely Manchester is not that. How big of a town is that in England? Like even, is it like a, is, is it surely it, not it, a it, London? It,
2: yeah. It, it's, I wouldn't say no, it's not as big as as, as bustling as London, but it's big. Yeah. But, I don't know like uh, that's the thing the beauty about man united they were they won the they were big stars because george best back in the day i don't know if you've ever heard of yeah, george bestie. best no but no, basically i never can tell if yeah, you yeah, actually yeah, be yeah, if you
1: actually know him nah, he's no, like no, an no.
2: absolute superstar he's but basically bestie. he was like the, <laughs> he was like the best player in the, like in the world george best that. was george the best. best yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah he was yeah. from northern ireland and he was amazing but he loved the piss and he loved women right and one of his famous quotes was uh, if i had to choose between um, dribbling past eight Arsenal players and scoring a goal, or shagging Miss World, I wouldn't be able to choose. But lucky, I've done both. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like he was just a like the superstar of super, and he and he won the Champions League. So Man United has been big like mm. since the sixties, but then went through. But yeah, since that nineties,
0: yeah,
2: it became big. And then I think you know, to be fair to Man City, those owners, uh, I think they're. I don't want to say Saudi. Saudi, uh, yeah, something I like don't that. know. Uh,
0: Man United, you mean? Or City? no, Man City. City definitely. Are, are they
2: Qatari or are they Saudi? Whatever they are. So Qatar owns
1: bit... PSG, right? I yeah. Think yes. Well, oh, not a
2: Qatari. Yeah, owner. Qatari. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, Russian money own Ch- uh, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, but they've gone now. But yeah. since they yeah. got taken out because of what happened in the Ukraine, yeah. so they yeah. actually yeah. stopped him from being able to, the to sell. Lost yeah. Lost his money to Roman Abramovich. Roman Abramovich. but like, and there was controversy about him coming because he had billions, and it was like, well, what is your intentions? Mm. Done absolute wonders for the area. Oh, like, yeah? actually invested in the community, built homes, like stuff like that, built around the stadium. In Man invest, City? Yeah. Yeah. Invested right. a lot of jobs. So, for me, it's not they've just become the best team. They've actually sort of shown the way of how to run a club yeah. with the community. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. a lot of people were against him, which yeah. is never judge a book by its cover, right? Because yeah. there are a lot of. Football fans around the world, and you know, occasionally one of them might be a billionaire. It goes, yeah. "No, no, I genuinely, I love care. this sport. I yeah, care yeah and I yeah. want to yeah, yeah, invest." Yeah, yeah. So Man City's become big. I'll never admit that they're bigger than United, but you're right. It's a uh, for that town right now. Yeah, that's got to be huge. That has to you've be. got two of the big. Well, revenue wise, mm-hmm. one yeah. of the biggest, and you've got one of the most informed teams in the last. Well they've what? Won five Premier Leagues in the last yeah. seven years? Wow. Like I'm thinking That's of huge. Yeah,
1: but I'm thinking of even basketball, right? I think of like the LA Lakers and the yes. Kickers. The Lakers have always been way better, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh New York Knicks and Nets. Yeah. Knicks have always been better. Yeah. But now recently it's yeah. kind of inverse, right? They're never two sides right at the same time yeah. that are like just competing. ready to yeah. be go, go derby, to go. Local, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that some sports they do it better than others, but that local derby aspect yeah. is so, so powerful as well.
0: It's interesting how much impact the owners can have on the team, like shaping it. Yeah. I was just reminded of Ryan Reynolds, who bought have a you been watching second that, grade, yeah, Wrexham, Wrexham,
2: yeah, in the National English, League. Yeah, Van- Vanarama National. So there's champ- uh, premiership championship, league 1, league 2, and then there's Vanarama National yeah, League. Right. So they don't they're not professional as they are now because there's more money starting to be invested the lower you go. Yeah. But they're not really prime time I've seen, TV. I've but seen they've like been the... doing well, right? Since and, they and they've them they've in got 2021. a Netflix show he got yeah, yeah. He got them on Netflix like the way and then they just came back from, they got promoted. Yeah. Just got promoted. And that was amazing and they've just come back from a massive party in Las Vegas that he took them all. In. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a non-league semi-professional oh, team yeah. and then next minute ryan reynolds That's takes so over cool. your club and then you win it and then he goes hey by the way let's go <laughs> yeah. can you imagine yeah. the contacts that would have been there yeah. he, yeah, like yeah, rocking yeah. around with nobody's yeah like he they was... would have been going to parties with the fucking everyone there yeah. and just being like oh my fucking god well, my life just like changed. the russell russell, russell Crow Crow, i was about to think yeah. the same thing like yeah. russell
1: Crowe yeah. taking over the rabbitos after when they got was kicked. That? how was so it was a so what my memory of it and Correct me if I'm wrong. They got kicked out of the league. There was this big kind of thing to get them back because they're a foundation club. Why were they kicked out again? I just think they're just are they are just broke or yeah, oh, just like great. yeah, yeah. yeah. They've yeah. won the most premiership. Yeah, 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 really. Most successful Rabbitohs. club. Like yeah, in the early. Yeah, years. Okay. they're the most successful club. They're a foundation wow. club. Um, so uh, them and the Roosters are the only foundation clubs left. Okay. Like, from 1900. Yeah, yeah, oh. 19-0. Oh. 19-0. It was one or seven East or whatever. Yeah, 17. yeah, East. Yeah, so. Um, they went out, then they came back, and Russell and Alan Jones, I think, as well, and a bunch of people. Uh, George Poponis, no.
2: Yeah, there was big marches
0: and there was big think, there was big yeah, things, investment. and then they kind
1: of came back, and then him and I think S- Simon Holmes a Court or oh, someone like really? that. They oh, it of,
0: was it was his brother Pete Pete, Pete Holmes a Court. Pete, yeah, Pete, yeah, Pete Holmes a yeah, Court. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So
1: Holmes a Court was the last name. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Some sort Holmes of some sort of property developer uh, some, or something. I don't
0: know. John Holmes a Court. Yeah, they were massive, like. Wealthy, she was my old donor back in Amnesty, Funnily enough, ah. in WA they set up like I think it was mining or resources, oh, and they've got a right. few kids. Simon Holmes of courts in the political <laughs> space. He funded the Teals the, or the teal uh, climate political two, 200. Yeah, climate two hundred yeah. 200. yeah. Um, and Pete, um, I think, is in business and now he lives in America or something. But yeah, oh, the wow. Yeah, so they they
1: teamed up or something and really brought it back. But the funny, the one that I remember so distinctly was all these players were starting to move back to... Like, the Rabbitohs were... The, when they came back, they were really bad. Like, they were, like, wooden spooners. They were yeah, really that were like, still crap. I remember really, that. They, they, were
2: were like, really, they were like, yeah, and they were just still wooden they spooners. Were so yeah. bad, right? And yeah. then what
1: happened, there was this, like, kind of shift where, like, the Rabbitohs, like, for example, like, their suits and stuff or, like, their yeah. attire would be, like, Armani. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like so, so you have all these players, like, in, like, Nike, Adidas track suits or whatever, and all of a sudden, like, their ones were Armani, and you'd be like, hmm. And then you, like, kind of keep going. And then they like kind of had this thing where it was like becoming, even though it was like originally like the roughest guts like club, Mm. was starting to get that like elevated kind of thing. And the beautiful thing. We fancy, huh? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: The the thing that I've always admired about the Rabbitohs, and I don't think any other club does it as well as them, is that they just embrace Indigenous Australians and that indigeneity really well. And a lot of players that will go there
2: they haven't shied away from it, have exactly. they? Exactly, and they've got really a big raced, Aboriginal yeah. support base yeah. and, and they've definitely let everyone yeah. know that they're That's proud of yeah, it. I yeah. And, and
1: Redfern is part of yeah, that Yeah, area, and, right? and, oh, and Yeah, and like, the players that go... Like, uh, I always think about this in the back of my mind. is like Latrell Mitchell started his career at the Roosters and you're like, yeah, sure people knew, obviously, he's Indigenous and he did a few things here and there, but his, his leadership in the space just went... From like zero to or maybe like five percent to mm. like hundred and eighty thousand mm-hmm. percent when he went to the Rabbitohs because I feel like there was a culture around
2: yeah. it. And I don't Definitely. Know, yeah, it was yeah, the right yeah. place for him, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and there's
0: a few there's a few
2: in the in the Rabbitohs as well. Yeah, uh, Aboriginal Co- Co- uh, Co- players as well. Yeah, yeah, Cody Walker. Inglis was the old one. Oh, English. He he was like a journal for me. Sometimes you used to just watch him and go you you just look like this is too easy. Like yeah. the strides and like when he was in full sprint sometimes, yeah. it was like his face was yeah. not realising yeah. that his body is in full mode. He was yeah. just sort of like... Yeah.
0: <laughs> just natural.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's just... Close I still start.
1: remember that Gawana um, yeah.
0: Yeah. July
2: oh,
1: celebration yeah. and it used to just be like... I remember it sadly against Bulldogs and... Um, yeah, well, when he it was in the final where he just scored, and I was like, man, you kind of have to just sit back and just see that you're witnessing history here. Sometimes, and, yeah. and and
2: and, he, and he, I just yeah, I thought he was great in every way. I just thought yeah. athletically, physically, he was strong, he was fast, quick, tall, quick built, smart, built. could handle the ball. Yeah, yeah, and you could just see that you could see that if you were on his team, you were just like. Because like, okay, okay. if I'm kicking it out wide or passing it out wide, I know I've got a yeah, fucking yeah. decent What's chance. What's <laughs>
0: just, just get the ball to uh, get, it, yeah. get it to yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Dude, here's a question. Like, I know that when rugby league was started, essentially uh, uh, my understanding is that they were playing soccer and someone picked up the ball and stuff. Like rugby union or rugby league, they just picked it up and started running and then they started tackling each other and be like, this could be another sport, yeah. right? Like, I guess like the first things when people kind of, Think of ideas or concepts, and they yeah. kind of bring ideas to you. Like, yeah. Imagine being there when people come to you with like yeah. wild ideas. I, I've
2: always had this thought, and I think I've already <laughs> said it to you boys, but I, that's how much I overthink everything. I sit there, and for example, we were talking about it before: the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so wait a minute.
0: Wait
2: a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
0: movie segues we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. and that was a beautiful. Se- know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That was> beautiful. <laughs> I uh, just didn't, you know, human set of Drop. In any context, I'll never I'll never be thrown back. If anyone video. knows what it is, just look it up. You don't need to watch it. Or maybe don't even... Maybe just Wikipedia.
2: Just read about it. But there is always things where I think, imagine being the first person to hear a massive idea. <laughs> now, that one isn't a massive idea. I just think it's one of those ideas where if you were a friend and someone said to you, hey, I've just created a movie, yeah. I want you to read it and Come back to me If you have seen The Human Settle I'd hope that your First response would be Are you okay <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you want me Do to, we need to talk Do yeah, yeah. we need to keep this yeah, yeah. yeah If you want to get like, into actually? If you want to become a doctor This isn't the way to go about it <laughs> yeah, yeah But I always just you got too much free what, time What is the weirdest thing That you think That like It could be an amazing thing now But you think At the time When someone first Broached this As an actual Idea mm. Where do you think someone's gone? That's not gonna happen. Cause I mean movies are quite easy because there's a lot of movies you'd probably think like Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know if you ever remember Napoleon yeah, of Dynamite. Course. Yeah. With vote Pedro, for Pedro vote for Pedro. The weirdest. I know, but a Film worked. that somehow became a cult yeah. little thing. I in found high it
0: hilarious when I first saw it. I was like, I could not stop laughing. I couldn't get I was the like, first bit, and then I found it did, hilarious yeah. after that. The, 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 Gosh, the guy
1: that the guy that I think about from like an artistic standpoint at yeah. the time is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, and his, he did a series yeah. that just blew my mind in terms of like how would you one come up with this as like you think you could work. And two, someone lets you go and do it. So was that called Kindergardians? Where essentially, essentially, what he did was he went and made up a fake gun kind of promotion scheme. And he would go to, like, American politicians. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he would basically just go, oh, we're promoting this uh, gun program from th- for three- to five-year-olds. And, like, he would basically write scripts, mm. like, for advertisements <laughs> and get these elected senators and congressmen to stand next to him yeah. and recite the thing. And uh, you'd watch it and be like, how is this happening? <laughs> yeah, is it, one, one, how is this happening? And two, how have you come up with this script yeah. that sounds yeah. like the most... Elaborate mm, crazy yeah, thing like to you're happen, on acid or yeah, and also and then, you're delivering it with such conviction that these people think it's real. Like, yeah. he was the master of yeah. making the most absolute ludicrous things yeah. sound so real, and I just wonder, like,
2: and get someone, someone to pay for it, like yeah, yeah.
1: And, and someone, and you've gone, Hey, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go and do this thing, yeah, what and your you name's think? gonna be attached to this, yeah, yeah. And what do you think, you or, or even like before it, like, t- take it back from even going and doing it to the people themselves, yeah. imagine going. Starting off as a comedian or as a writer, and going, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to think of these outrageous things that no one could ever support. Yeah, mm. and I'm going to go out and spend my days yeah. convincing people. <sighs> yeah, it's the most yeah, embarrassing. Influential people in the area, in the world, everywhere on mate, TV. That sounds like a a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: think you should do that. And I always love to hear those sort of chats as well, where you can just think as. I mean, there's probably anything. You're probably the first initial thought of flying. Yeah, I've got a plane. Yeah. It's something that's <laughs> going to float in the air and you're yeah. like, I'm building, you're I'm building it. I'm building it. Oh, good on you, mate. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. need some. That sounds great. Volunteers. Let us know when, you, when no, it works. No, well, and I'm like, not, what you... yeah, that's what I mean. A- like, a- anything just... come
0: to mind for you, Chimera? Not Chimera? To be honest, not off the top of my head. I, I love the Sasha Baron Cohen example, though, because there's so many like great um, clips that come to mind. One being when he talked to Dick Cheney and he, yeah. he got to sit down with him pretending to be a guy from Israel military or something. Yes. And, um, and you really get to understand the motives behind Dick Cheney when, in that interview because he's like, you know, the waterboarding and all that stuff that took place um, during the war and he's like, just pulling out all these lo- leading questions to be like, oh, but you really, you it was really fun, right? When you're in, in the yeah. war and you're bombing, it was really fun. And he just kept trying to say words to him to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, and he was playing, he was like, I was, you know, don't like to use that word, but it was a, it was times where it was, you know, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he goes, no. oh, Dick, he's like, you know what, I, I've got a request. I want you to sign my waterboard. And it was literally just like, oh, it was like a bottle of water, an empty bottle of water. And, he, and he's like, all right, I've never signed one before, but I'll sign it. He's like, we don't call it waterboarding, by the way. We just call it special, like, you know, uh, interrogation techniques. And he just brings all this out to the surface yeah. and you're like, Again, if he told you he was going to do it, you'd yeah. be like, "Mate, you're going to get shut down straight yeah. away." You're Somehow, get shot it's potentially you were gold. It no, ends no, up no, being exactly. gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chases
2: war and everything did that oh, as well. Oh my god! Yeah, where yeah. like their shows were like where you even ABC or was it ABC or SBS? A- a- ABC, ABC. Yeah, yeah. Even they must have been like, oh, that's risky. You want to sneak into the <laughs> G20, the most heavily guarded. Yeah yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? And then they yeah. got in, and they were literally running alongside the limo. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He was in the full chic outfit yeah. and everything
1: yeah. this is the thing I think about all the time with that kind of stuff like surely in America that guy's dead like shot to the floor like, yeah. you to I know. See, like you yeah. know what I mean like how does that yeah man it's you get away yeah. with it yeah. well,
2: imba- well sometimes especially when you embarrass people on that level yeah you know what Sacha Baron Cohen I'm like you're embarrassing this not just in their country yeah. ash- like worldwide people are yeah, yeah. seeing your films and going what yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's How'd a politician yeah. that yeah. just yeah. said that yeah. to yeah. you and now I'm in the movies watching him say that. Dude, yeah, there, yeah. there's there's definitely one,
1: scene that I cannot forget. From that Kindergarten's thing, where basically, he gets, an elected politician to drop his pants, and basically, take beatings from him, like on his buttocks. What? And like, and basically, scream like "Scream! I love America!" And like, if you and all this like, weird stuff, and the guy when it came out. It took him twenty four hours to re- resign. Like yeah. he was like, no, no. Well, this I've been conned, and then it's like, actually, no, you should really resign. And no, it's like, yeah. yes, I'm resigning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah but, it was And my career.
2: Uh, but it but it can go a little other way. Do yeah. you remember that? Um, and because I I actually saw it not too long ago. But do you ever remember that those Australian radio hosts that prank called the when the princess was having Kate and. Prince William were having their first child, and no. I think they called up to the hospital mm. to try and get put through to the oh, room. Yeah. yeah, and they actually did, oh. and the nurse put them through because no. of what they said. Yeah, she killed herself. What? Like, what? like two, three days later. What? The Who? The, the no. nurse. Jeez. So oh. remember they two, those two got taken off the yeah. air because, and like they felt terrible because it was only a joke. Thinking they were like, we're never gonna get in, of course, but you'd let's never try. Oh you never think gosh. you'd be able to actually get to the landline, and then shit. I think wow. they made it not not fun of her, but oh geez, she's she's terrible at her job. She will get sacked, and I think she semi did. or oh my god, it was a, and then she get. So it's like. Yeah, you see all these different pranks, and for me, it's like the ones you don't see cause the problems, and the ones where you're like, how are you not dead? Yeah, yeah, Like, you know what I mean? They're still just walking around, but then you get small little pranks like that, and then you hear, like, terrible things happen, and it's like... Uh, yeah, I find that funny. Like, Sasha Baron Cohen, he's pushed it to the, to the to the brink, almost to the point now he probably couldn't do many characters because everyone yeah. sort of knows No, he yeah, is. he's too popular now. It, but, like, it'd it have to be good. But, like, he's, oh, it, with everything, with, yeah. uh, and I love it because he's done it for the right reasons. Not for, I'm going to ruin your life because I hate you. No. It's no. Go, I'm it's just going to gonna highlight, show, highlight... Yes what it's about the absurdity of some absurdity. and that's, yeah, and, absurdity, and
1: that's yeah. a that's a part of that guy like that sacha that i actually th- this is the part that boggles my mind i only know him for the things he does like for his like i don't know anything else about yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. all He's i married know is Isla fisher that's all i've got all yeah, i know yeah, is yeah. that he does th- he he does he does these kind of outrageous Thought-provoking things on camera that make people think. Definitely, and that's it. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know anything else about him. Do you know
0: it's what's unreal. interesting? I think he is like next-level educated from memory. He I, went to I like one to of the I re- Ivy I'd Leagues, think he'd and be he's
2: great to run a country. I bet he'd be one of those guys to surprise you if he was yeah. in politics. He's
0: playing 4D chess. Yes, with society. Yeah, and pushing the comedic arts like next level.
2: I th- I find so many artists like that. It's So funny oh. you say that. I reckon some of them are just so above
0: it. Yeah,
2: and they just know.
0: But that's, that's who you want creating exactly.
2: comedy because yes.
0: comedy is there to push the boundary. Yes, to see something you don't normally see that you can laugh at. Yeah, and usually you laugh; could if you, it's unexpected, yeah. right?
1: But, but, but could you imagine like a comedian
0: doing like brain surgery? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, like <laughs> well, Ken Jeong? Yeah. What's yeah.
1: his name?
2: Oh yeah, Ken? from
0: the Hangover, Ken Jeong, it, uh Community was actually a doctor. No. You know no. that? You know yeah. the, that's, the that's his actual job. Guy. You
2: know that guy? Dog? Yeah. yeah. He, he was an actual doctor,
0: and then he the guy jumping out of the van in Hangover, oh. like Mr. Pa- Mr, Mr. Chang. Mr. Chang, Mr. Chang, right? Was See a doctor? See you, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. The Hangover, yeah. And oh, he would you trust him doctor. though to do? <laughs> well, I think apparently. <laughs> I'm just seeing him. Like, ah, no, maybe I'll go to yeah, the other person. he yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. does a... because K- like, I know that uh, my stepdad. To keep up the hours, you need to do a certain amount each year to yeah. keep your doctor's yeah. license. you have to do it the whole year. But I think he occasionally goes back and helps yeah. in certain communities. Still oh. still so pays better
0: than Hollywood. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How could imagine that. Oh well I mean acting's my side gig. Yeah. <laughs> Acting <laughs> yeah. in Hollywood movies is my side gig. Uh, I'm actually a doctor. A hangover, maybe? Maybe you've heard of it? No, no, you haven't, okay. Let's he's cool. quite funny though, and he's yeah, he's quite smart.
0: Absolutely. Well, there but there like is a bit of crossover. Yeah, I feel there.
2: like they elevate some of them. You can just tell that they they know they know the whole game. Oh yeah, and it's I an, in, like Beyonce, it's an interesting. I feel like
0: that. Yeah, and I think, like
2: they've been just brought into that world and they've yeah. just gone, oh yeah, this is, this how, it is how it works. This is how it works. Like you, they just sit back. You won't hear of us until we bring out a song. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that, that's a ma- deliberate marketing technique. Right? That's yeah. Yeah.
0: scarcity, high yeah. value, yeah. Yeah. all that. But it's true, and it's you know with with the choice of career, many people are multi talented, and they could yeah. go. You know what? I want to make the world laugh. Yeah. I want to make the world, you know, happier, healthier, yeah. smarter, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like you mentioned, brain surgery. Yeah. Neurosurgery. I think there's a lot of things I can speak of from from what I've learned in the last eight months working at CMRI. Um, that a lot of people probably wouldn't be aware of. Um, in what, terms what's, of the, uh, what's the... What's um, uh, the... So, Children's to Medical to Research... <laughs> I no, no, no. yeah. A oh, B C is yeah. where... No, no, no. It's uh, Children's Medical Research Institute, Genes yeah. for Genes, over in Westmead. Yeah. Um, I did not come from a scientific background, unlike unlike Ken Jong, um, <laughs> But I have learnt... I've been deep in the, the you know, um, understanding the basics of stem cell research, um, how people around the world are trying to treat cancer, which is something that's obviously, I think, one in three people around the world get. If you were
2: to be real quick and like, yeah. stem cell basically rejuvenating any the bad areas. Correct? So it's or sort of stem
0: cells are basically like... Uh, imagine that there's a cell that's in year 12 and they're about to go into university and they're about to pick what they're going to be. Stem cells are, still are cells that can they haven't been assigned a specific role yet or a speciality, but you can mold them to do that. So wow, I, I okay. believe you can take cells from a from a human, you can convert them to stem cells or you just get the stem cell from the human and then you can manipulate it to be a specific to type this- of... Yeah, for a purpose, right? Okay, cool. So, as a really like layman example, and I'm sure there's people that are experts in this area that think I've butchered it. Yeah, exactly. I live in layman's terms. That's the only way with some of these complex (laughs) uh, concepts. You have to do it that way, right? So, my understanding is, um, and and this is very, very, very interesting because, again, stem cells have been an ethical um, and controversial area for a long time. It was actually, I believe there was a government... Maybe the '90s when it was becoming a um a bigger kind of stu- field of study that we're trying to block it from happening because they felt like it was unnatural. It um, because
2: I always felt as a kid growing up, because maybe too much South Park, but it was almost had to do with like fetuses or babies or yeah,
0: I think um they were, and that's what I think yeah, the, probably that Embryos, bad stigma came up
2: and it yeah. was almost like oh, they, it's like babies they take it out of. That's right. And I yeah. think
0: that goes back to testing as well um, and what's ethical in testing because yeah. a lot of the time it's animal testing, like mice. Yeah. You don't want to test on actual human yeah. embryos, right? That's like so unethical. So they've had to find other ways around it. But what's fascinating is this thing called organoids, which you've probably never heard of. and I didn't know what it was eight months ago. But it's, it's four places in the world that are creating these little things and they're about to be huge in the field of science. Wow. Organoids are mini organs, mini hearts, mini brains, mini livers, mini lungs, whatever it may be, right? At CMRI, they're actually being created from people's stem cells. And remember how I said you can mold them to be a certain yeah. thing? They mold them to create like a three... It's not like a full-on beating heart, but it's like a three-millimeter min, mini organ that's that slowly is fed to, to stay alive with like whatever nutrients it needs, right? And it grows like cells do, like a human who's developing... And you, I've seen like a little three millimeter beating heart. You know what I mean? Like this tiny organ. Fuck. So the purpose of this, which is what is changing the game and is is being used to treat and test diseases, is that you don't have to test on animals. So it's better for not, yeah. you know, torturing animals. And that speaks to a lot of people. And I think that's the way science will go. Um, it's more accurate, more effective, and you can keep them there. And they're stored in the in the labs. And basically what they do is they get like a patient who's suffering from like a liver disease, right? And they create a stem cell of a, an organoid of a mini liver from, a, from the stem cells. And then they go, all right, now let's unpack this. Let's understand this disease. Because we've basically created like another version of a part of you from, from you that we wow. can just focus on and study. Then we can so try treatments on it.
2: that has the disease in it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. So um, they've been able to always take it out of the body and learn right. about it. Without ever being intrusive. Wow.
0: Exactly. So then you can test treatments on it, external from the body, I think in vivo, right? Instead yeah. of in vitro. And that's changing the game. Uh, it, just unbelievable. But they're using it to test treatments. So at CMRI, they're, we're the biggest gene therapy research lab in Australia. We're the best, most recognized one. And gene therapy is the second part of this, which is insane, which is just so on the cusp again of changing everything. Yeah. So it's the concept of um, you, somebody who's blind, for example, right? Or has a, a, a retina-related yeah. disease. So they've grown up, they can't see. There are two teenagers in Western Sydney that were born pretty much blind with retinitis yeah. pigmentosa, this disease. The gene therapy that was developed at CMRI in partnership with another company became the first TJ like therapeutic goods... Like, you know, um, approved gene therapy in Australia a couple of years ago. Wow. And it was an injection into the eye of these teenagers. It was about 400K. Right? Each injection? Yeah. Oh, damn. Right? Remember, blind their whole life. So they've, owned, they've gone to school yeah. and they've got mates that go, just so you know, there are these things called stars up in the sky. And they're like, he's like, they're just taking the piss. They're making fun of me as if there's balls of light in the sky that look down on us. Yeah. And so the the gene therapy that was developed is it's basically finding the correct gene that your gene is missing, which causes you to be blind because you're 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 you're, yeah. It's like looking at. A phone book? Hold yeah. on, bro. What happened to the guys? Can they see now? Yeah, well, uh, this. Is, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of background. Did Jimmy, did yeah. Jimmy make it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's how science is done. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. no, no. The little bit of background which will help explain this. Like your genes, it's like a phone book. There's truly like so many yeah. genes you can't even fathom. And yeah. in order to create a gene therapy, you have to find the part of the phone book. Yeah. First of all, yeah. then you have to understand it, yeah. and then you have to try and. Edit it so that you get the proper gene. You put it into a delivery mechanism, which is called a vector, which you can inject, you can like consume, whatever it may be. And it's like a, it's like a, the vector is a virus because the virus knows where to go. Yeah. But it's not a harmful virus. You just, it's like you chuck the thing in the vehicle and you go, you're going to, you're going out west, uh, you're going north, so that- you're going to the eye. It knows exactly where to go. It goes inside the cell, which is missing so the, the genes. So the bad
2: part of the virus is actually the good part of this
0: because a... it goes straight to where the problem exactly. is. Exactly. Wow. Imagine how many times you would have to test this to make it work. Yeah. Then they put the correct gene in there. It goes inside the cell and it replaces and fills the gap where the, where they were missing wow. the genes they needed to see. So
2: 400K. It's quite like a normal healing process. So it's not like a, a weak type of thing. It's over... I, Six I months think it's over a while. Because yeah. Yeah, my
0: understanding there. with this story, which I, I can also link in, in the um, podcast um, description, is that after they got it, after about two weeks or so, one of the kids just woke up in the middle of the night screaming and he looked around his room and he went, there are ghosts, there are ghosts in the room trying to get me. Like, what are these things? Like, there's this... It was just his furniture. It was a chair, but he'd never seen them before. And then oh he went God. outside with the family and he looked up and he just started bawling because yeah. he goes... I can. There's these things hitting my eye. They're up in the sky. They're real. They're real. Like, yeah. unbelievable, right? Wow. Now, the reason I'm saying I'm telling this story is because we're. At, it's it's fascinating because most people wouldn't be aware that this is happening, but we're at the cusp of this being mass scale. So wow. um, this is there. The sixth person was treated about two months ago. there's a great ABC article on it. The sixth person has been treated for this eye disease for for lacking this particular yeah. RP gene. And so now it's it's like proof of concept, like a startup. It's like, holy crap, for the last 50 years, you were laughed out of the room, just like the yeah. idea of, let's go to my mate and yeah. say, we're going to inject you with the right gene. And one day people are going to be able to reverse diseases they were born with. They're going to laugh you out of the room yeah. and go, mate, you're dreaming. Now it's actually working. And the people that have spent their whole careers who are like 60 now in our, in our institute are like, mate, I just wish I was just 10 years younger. Yeah. So I could be 50 yeah. years old while this is happening now because I'm about to retire and I don't want to retire because everything we yeah. dreamt of that was science fiction is now happening. And so six kids have been treated. Forty kids have been treated for smi- spinal muscular atrophy. So it's a different disease. which yeah. There's been a different gene therapy, completely different part of the body, needs its whole little division. They've been injected. Um, I believe it stops the mo- the nerves in your spine from working. And most kids don't make it past like two all these kids have had it, and they're still going. Forty kids. So, the wow. the governments, both parties, have been to the institute and looked to fund in the hundreds of millions because they've realised that Australia is actually leading this space, and this could be a huge game changer for the country because yeah. we could fly people in internationally to yeah. get treatments here. With the Western Sydney Airport coming up too, it's yeah. lining up right twenty twenty five, and so that's these are just and you know. People, the heads of the lab have won the Metcalf Prize, all these really big, recognised things in the last year. Funding's now coming to them. Yep. The compounding effects happening, and just again things that you'd never imagine in a million years. You, if you were born that way, you're like, "That's my life. Yeah. That's the hand I've been dealt." Now, yeah. I need to change my algorithm. Eh? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, how am I not hearing about that? that that's that's quite yeah. amazing. And, and then, do you that's life changing. Do,
1: yeah. Do you think that? I Mate, mean, obviously that is unbelievable mm. and and groundbreaking do you think that people had the same feeling when like antibiotics and penicillin and all these things were started? Cause people would die from yeah. the flu and the cold yeah. and the fevers and yeah. stuff. And then they invented these drugs mm-hmm. that could yeah. manage pain and, and cure and, you know, send yeah. antibodies into your body to fight viruses and things like that. I wonder if like when those things were stopped, people from dying yeah. were introduced, whether there was the same thing or is it because these diseases that like blindness or cancer are so final in mm. our eyes because we don't die from things like the flu and things like that anymore. Yeah, that it's like
2: you yeah. can't
1: comprehend how this can happen, how you can inject oh. something into someone's eye. And yeah, you know, I, I, you, you that's such I
2: mean? a good point. Yeah, it's almost like cancers in your head is like there's no real coming back. Like if you get you get lucky, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, there's no actual treatment to fix. you. Like I always thought that. Yeah, yeah, it's like you see people. You went through the same treatment she got through. She didn't. Yeah, yeah, for me I was like, is it luck? But when you hear things like that, it's like, oh my god, could we slowly start? Mate, if turning give the it tide? ten years, mate, give it five. I know, years, you mate, know imagine what I mean? like, slowly turning the. T- and it's funny you say like, but like the medical industry, the two years. My dad, when he did his Achilles, mm. like he did it in Sweden, and he goes, I almost wish I could just say to you, like, wait another two years, because he goes in this industry. Like what people are telling you now is the best. In two years, like no nah, man, this is the one you need to do. Yeah. Like it's constantly getting yeah, better, yeah. And better and, better. Better, and better, <sighs> better and better and better. So you just hope that it Mate. gets to a point where we can. Yeah. But it's like, this is a controversial.
0: Mm. Do they want to? The the yeah. people or the uh, the the patients or the people the government? Oh the, yeah. Because if all we the, started to keep everyone that, alive. They're... For longer and longer and longer,
2: and well, you've space-wise. Got, well, and yeah. Everything. I mean, like, I wonder if they actually take them and can go like, we almost do need death. Yeah. Of in, course. A horrible, I mean, like,
0: in a horrible, in a horrible way. Yeah. yeah. Because it's well, like there, if there are eugenics eugenics is like a proper field what is what
1: is unit genics
0: so i my again layman understanding of eugenics is population control
1: oh shit okay so but that's a proper
0: like bill gates's dad was a professor in eugenics like he consulted with the u.s government on like advice on population at what point is it too much at what point is it manageable
1: i know this is like an actual topic that i have no understanding of or have ever heard about but sometimes there's some, some law about this, or like some mm. theory that it always gets back to this. But the Holocaust was that eugenics was that a was that anything to do with that? Or uh,
0: I, I, to be honest, I, I think it actually was. I oh think that was, shit! I think that was part of Hitler's plan. Because
1: everything I associate with that word, for some reason, in my mind is yeah. like evil. Like when you said that, I was like. Yeah that sounds evil to me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's what came but, into my mind. Well, that's the feeling I got. Yeah. Is that no, weird? Is no, that weird no, that like, no, no, a no, word no. like, when you, as soon as you said it, I had no idea what it was, but yeah. it felt yeah. yeah no, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what the know, fuck? Look, <laughs> I want to look at the root of this word yeah.
0: now. I mean, like, where did this, yeah. like, because yeah. you're right, it, it must have come from, like, nefarious intentions or something. But, no, it's literally like, it's also a legitimate thing because in reality, like, you have to ask questions like, overpopulation what does that do people talk about it with climate change all the time I wrote a literal article a journal article about this just after uni about is overconsumption or overpopulation having a bigger effect on like the climate and society right and all these people just spend their time doing the maths literally figuring out if we get to we're at 8 billion now nearly if we get to 10 billion with the same level of consumption what does that actually do yeah and you know it's yeah that, that's and it's a horrible way to think because I
2: don't want that to ever be no. a reason why something isn't given to someone yeah. or isn't introduced mm. because it's like well that will extend life by 30 to 40 years for all these people so that's yeah well even Chi- like people. China
0: like a big com- countries have you know they had the one child policy they put in place si- that's they put in place I systems I to that regulate as a kid. I didn't population I did that was real
1: oh yeah I remember my, someone telling me about it as well I mean like Surely that's, that's
2: surely that's like some just developed yeah, to scare us or something. Yeah, actually, actually, like you can't have more than
0: because where we are, you're like That'd never, that's, that's oh, that. would never. that's crazy, right? Well, but, but what, what, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I we, agree. We, no, I no. no well, in
1: Australia, it was the exact opposite. Exactly. The government was giving people money to yeah, yeah. These, yeah, like, kids. baby bonus, yeah, right? Like, yeah. so yeah, it was. It's a cultural understanding or misunderstanding or kind of like it's out of our realms of comprehension yes, that can yeah. happen right but just 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 generally on disease and maybe we can um, end on this where it's not really a nice ending but yeah, we'll but find not, a way to bring it up but what I mean is this like I think so much about um, medicine and mm. disease and you know just imagining what it would be like to come back from or be able to bring people back that just their lives just ended early because of yeah some sort of disease that really wasn't anything they could do about it. like cancer is one of those ones where i think about yeah. obviously there's some circumstances like uh like smoking and different yeah. things that you can and, and but then there's some people that just seemingly have the worst luck in the world yeah, like just i hate that. things when and you go to nice people it's, it's, a, no, it's, yeah. like, like it's so it's so du- nice it's people. so crippling to think about like, like, what,
0: like what do you learn from that what do you take from that yeah, right? yeah. when somebody just gets yeah. Get smited yeah, out I
2: of nowhere you must, yeah. I, I reckon you must just understand life a bit better i reckon yeah just, uh, like, uh, we can all sit here and go oh, i went away over the weekend and i just really yeah chilled mm. but having that thought in your head yeah. It, it clears so much up where you go, I think you just go, shut up, Greg. That was bullshit that you fed your whole fucking life. Yeah. Now that it's coming to an end, you can almost put that to bed yeah. and go, that was all crap. That was all crap. That was real. Yeah. That was real. And that was real. Like I think that's where that opening would go. Why did I ever do that? Or like, why did I think doing that was good? Or, mm. you know, like. I can't believe I was that person for so long when that wasn't the real. Me- I think it's just an eye-opener because yeah, yeah, you see yeah. a lot of those people end up doing great things afterwards. They yeah, never go like, back to, oh, I went back to accounting. Like Maybe there are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe there are, but I feel like there's some people that's like, well, I ain't going back to but that. Uh, yeah, yeah, because but yeah, but wish- life is precious. It's yeah, small. and oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, I, maybe I need to do something more, which might be accounting if that's their passion. <laughs> yeah. But I reckon you just go, I'm I'm throwing everything into that basket because you know what? I've seen yeah. taking it easy, what yeah, it can yeah, do, and I yeah. almost l- left the world yeah, not yeah. doing anything that I actually fucking probably want to do. Sobering it would right. Yeah, it would. A slap they? in the face. <sighs>
0: yeah. Like
2: yeah. this conversation was. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well. Very is, sobering. Absolutely. Always a pleasure though. Lads. Oh yeah. mate. Always man, always a pleasure. I
0: hope some you know, everyone that's listening has taken at least one thing from this, whether yeah. it's a laugh, a learning, or Or just you want to make our intro reflection. song, whatever you got yeah, out of it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I and I think it's just thinking about it, like, if there's if there's something that you heard on the pod where you're like, lads, you just got it completely wrong. Like, that is, like, you... Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, let yeah. us know, because the only way, like... Hold us go, to account. Hold us to account, but also, yeah. just, like, just let us know what your perspective is, because these things aren't black and white, right? Like, yeah. there's, there's so many And we shoot the
2: breeze the in here a lot of the time as yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just what's on the top of our heads. It's yeah. not with... Much research, sometimes. No research, just because we clearly didn't even know where
1: we Anyway, all right, boys and girls and others, um, whatever you identify as, thank you for listening and and, and have a a great day.
2: See you. Much love. Bye. Bye.